E-Radio Live, powered by TCS Wi-Fi. Boom. <laughs> yes, welcome to Tech Thursday. It's always a nice highlight because we talk about technology and I love technology and we laugh a lot, which is so important, especially in these times we're living in. Okay, and I actually thought about it, when was it, this morning? It kind of feels like we're all in this Pac-Man game at the moment. You just never know what's coming your way next. <laughs> There's something out to get you every single day. There's something new at every turn. And I think that's the nature of, especially now that we're talking about technology, you know, it's a disruptor. Yeah. Constantly disrupting your way of life. I mean, life's totally different from 10 years ago f- from is. a technological perspective. Yeah. Remember the first Nokia touchscreen phones? They were yeah. about as thick as real carpentry bricks. <laughs> you can kill someone with it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you have to pick it up with two hands. <laughs> I remember it. Massive batteries. But, I mean, they had great battery life. Let's be honest, eh? Oh, yeah. Great battery life. What did we speak about last week that had that 28-day it's battery life? It's a new life? phone. It's a new phone uh, that's released. Uh, it's a Nokia 27-something. Nokia back at it again. Yeah. It's a Nokia. Uh, it's got. Uh, it doesn't have a touchscreen. Um, it's got normal buttons like the old phones. Like if you type S, it will be number nine. Is it P Q R S? Oh, that difficult like, typing. That's weird, eh? Yeah, that is quite weird. But twenty-eight day battery life. I mean. Got to sacrifice a few things, yeah. I suppose. I'd be really that. happy if it had charged really quickly. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, we were still talking about uh, whether we think uh, it takes long to charge that phone, because I think it does. But anyway, um, at the moment, um, I don't know if you saw on Facebook or on social media, Twitter as well, uh, there's a, a clip or two trading at the moment, or trending at the moment, sorry, um, of, you saw the one, I'm sure, the one I sent you, of the lady doing an interview with SABC News last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's still guys. talking. <laughs> and she's still talking. I mean, oh, my God. It's just, it is just, I just all, I, all I said, my first words were like, Typical South Africa. South Africa Come for on. you. I thought the same thing. I went into town the other day, load shedding. I went to the Capitec ATM. No power. I say, you know, we've we've been round the block a few times here. I mean, you you think battery powered ATMs would become Come a thing? Come on. Like, where are we at the moment? We we're not making advances. But do you know what? I read somewhere that businesses are now allowed to generate a hundred megawatts. You're of power. absolutely right. That was actually in the news just now before you came in. Really? Uh, our president actually in a virtual meeting today he actually pushed the megawatts up so we can now generate uh, our own electricity which is quite nice well let's put that into perspective because i think this is a really interesting bit of math that we can do Mm -hmm. if every business is allowed to generate 100 megawatts of its own power yeah and we generate 32,000 megawatts of power and of that 900 megawatts are solar power that we that's how much solar power is put into the grid in proportion to how much coal and fossil fuel power we put into the grid imagine the difference if there were businesses that generated 100 megawatts of power from solar exactly you you have 10 businesses you have more solar generation than the whole of South Africa is capable of outputting at the moment. Just 10 businesses generating 100 megawatts. It's going to help immensely, eh? It's going to be a massive change. I wonder if they can sell it back to the grid. That's the ultimate question. Mm, How does it get back to the grid? Well, you put it back, you put it into the grid and it would be metered. Okay, so would there be like huge wires going from your place into the grid somewhere? 
I'm not actually too sure. I always on wonder how, it how works. they do that. Is it underground or above ground? Well, the logic I think is that your house is actually on a power grid, and if you're generating power from your house, you're oh. generating it into the power grid. Yeah, instead of coming in, it's going out as well. Yeah, it, it, you base because like, yeah. I'm not too sure how it works completely, but power is available everywhere. The power is just moving, and as you consume electrical energy or you draw that power the power has to be available within the grid and the whole of south africa is on a sort of grid with switches that can turn off certain parts of that grid and if you could generate a lot of power you could feed it back into the grid if you could meter how much of that electrical energy is fed back into the grid if you generate 100 megawatts of power it still needs to be used in order to be calculated because it would just be generated and filled at capacity wherever you're storing it so it would have to be drawn. But how intense? 10 businesses, more power than the whole of South Africa if they all focus on 100 megawatt power. Yeah, thank generation. you, Mr. President. I think you actually fixed it now. <laughs> Instead of uh, the power ships, I think all the power ships just turned around. <laughs> They're not coming anymore. They actually said, no, screw this, guys. Stay in the dark. But anyway, um, looking at uh, this video that's going around, it's just so funny. I mean, I'm actually playing it on air. In order to be able to pay people, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I love oh, no. it. I love how she says, oh no. She realizes what happened. You see, it, it is just going to get you. It doesn't matter what you do, who you are. That's a minister. doesn't matter who you, you are. You know what happened to come me the you. other day? <laughs> I was at my house. Power goes out. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, there's load shedding. You know, no need to worry. 10, 15 minutes go by. I get a call from my friend. He says, there's no load shedding. I had my power had run out and oh. I'm accepting it's load shedding it must be over did you have your own load shedding yeah <laughs> oh no okay no man I'm so obsessed with my meter I know exactly what's happening there when it's getting low but I mean sometimes I suppose you get so busy that you don't really check it eh, yeah. all the time some people buy a lot of units like the, I know someone who has like uh, 3,500 units is that even possible and they, all they just do is they just top it up they go below 3,500 and just put some more back in oh my word I, well you know what's Who's interesting that? I can, always you, find can you introduce me to that <laughs> do, you want, do you want to transfer <laughs> some units yeah. work out a deal a tender of sorts <laughs> yes yeah, so it would be great but anyway the other clip that's uh, trending at the moment is, is a Namibian broadcaster um, and then uh, the lady they don't realize that they're on air or the one lady doesn't realize they're on air and then oh. she hoys attitude that the other lady and then she says Jessica we're live and then <laughs> the woman just freezes it happened on Namibian TV heart attack yeah, central yeah exactly <laughs> and then she just freezes because <laughs> she realizes you know the camera's looking at her and her colleague but you can sense there's some tension going on behind the scenes there and uh, oh, yeah. you saw it uh, in fact the SABC actually released their own spoof of it as well today so Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> Some drama going yeah, on. Yeah, but I'm waiting for the remix. It's definitely coming out. <laughs> Jessica, we're live. Looking, look out for that for that remix. It's coming out. Kane, what have you got for us today? Oh, very interesting lineup. So we're, we're covering, obviously, Elon Musk is back in the spotlight. I, I think it's really funny about Elon Musk. I remember, especially in crypto, we used to have John McAfee, and he built up this marketing strategy where every single week when he got a bit quiet, he would do something outrageous, and then he's back thrown into the spotlight. I just get the same sense from Elon. So we got some more juicies from Elon. We got the anonymous group who sent <laughs> yeah. him a little bit of a message, a little bit of a... Uh, you know, it's not actually, it might not be the actual anonymous group. It might be something else. So there's a little bit of drama there. Um, Elon Musk uh, built a Las Vegas tunnel, which just opened. 
um, to transport cars, which isn't actually working so well for some reason. South African retail giant suffers a massive loss, 719 million rand during 2020. This Oof. was for Sheeny. Oh my word, yeah. 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 If you've got any messages from them asking to pay off your accounts, you know that it's scratch and go at the moment. You, you know who's doing that uh, to me at the moment? SABC. <laughs> TV license. Yes. Hungry for that. Yeah, thing. You are ignoring us and all this kind of stuff, and now oh, we're going to come for you. Get 50% discount if you pay today. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We bought a TV, sold the TV two years later, and we owed like 800 Rand on our TV license. It's just, it's an unsurmountable amount of money mm, you know yeah, and it accumulates it does that's the thing and then they come knocking year. and saying oh your credit's they're so gonna desperate. go down <laughs> yeah, yeah they're not they're so it's not in a good Shame. position then we have a major scientific leap this is big this is um quantum microscopes okay this is massive this is the ability to see microstructures inside of uh very small objects with uh even being able to see behind objects You're- so yeah, and also light, uh, we'll talk about it now, now, but light microscopes generate a lot of light. And you actually only have a certain amount of time to view the cellular organism until it, it's dead because it's destroyed by light. So that's quite interesting and that's a major leap for us. And also, this is big. Bitcoin has become an official currency in El Salvador in South America, um, meaning it can be used as legal tender. And that is big. It's the first country in the whole world to take such a move. And it was a very high. Um, uh, what, there was a, it was a strong decision. 67 out of 84 votes for it, which obviously got it passed. Yo, I, I wanted to say to you also, I mean, Elon Musk, uh, they said to him, hey, stop tweeting that stuff because look what you're doing. And then he tweets an emoji. When was it? Last week. He tweeted an emoji and then... Price went down again. <laughs> it was, a, I think, it was a little broken heart. Yeah. So even in the emoji, it's got the power to, you know, they actually know what he means, and and it's got the power to destroy it. Well, there's like a correlation, I guess, between we'll even get into it now, you know, about anonymous and everything. There's a correlation between when Elon Musk talks and how markets react. So naturally. When Elon Musk goes onto Twitter, posts a broken heart, symbolizing mm-hmm. maybe potentially his relationship with Bitcoin, they yeah. think, oh, Tesla's getting rid of their Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and their Bitcoin goes down 9%. And Anonymous pokes their head out saying, hey, we like our stuff stable. So what is <laughs> happening with this Anonymous? So Just for those who don't know, Anonymous is this guy, uh, well, it usually is a figure, and you can't see the face. It's got a mask on, right? Yes. A white mask, so tr- and the voice is also distorted. And and they distort their voice. Yeah. But it's actually not a single person, anonymous. And I didn't know this at first. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a network, but they all look the same. They all dress the same. Yeah. They represent the and same And they all image. sound the same. They all sound the yeah. same. They all distort their voice. <laughs> yeah. But not each group. There could be different groups of anonymous people mm. who have different goals and things like that. They're yeah. working towards a, a, a certain goal. So there's an anonymous, anonymous group on Twitter with about 6.8 million followers. That's the number one anonymous group on Twitter. But there are also some other ones. And uh, so here's what happened. So Anonymous actually released a video about Elon Musk. They said, you know, greeting citizens of the world. This is a message from Anonymous. (laughs) Um, The video, you know, it seems like it's out of a sci-fi novel, truly. Like it just came out of the movie Mr. Robot or something. (laughs) But uh, the three minute, 48 second video claiming to be posted by a hacker group Anonymous was ominous. Uh, was an ominous threat to the Tesla billionaire. It says, it appears your quest to save the world is more rooted in a superiority and savior complex than it is in actual concern for humanity. 
And you know, it, 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 they also say the video attacks Musk for having liquidated dreams as per independent and destroying lives of average working people. These claims are based on Musk's repertoire of cryptocurrency centered tweets. Additionally, as per the independent, the value of Bitcoin dropped 7% on Friday after Musk had shared that meme about a breakup uh, to his millions of Twitter followers, which was a huge impact because investors took it as a warning that Musk's company could potentially mm sell all its coins um, it, they also said it seems that the games you have played with the crypto markets have destroyed lives um, anonymous the official group with 6.8 million twitter followers went on to say while we offer many new hashtag crypto and hashtag bitcoin followers all the best in their ongoing spat with elon musk we believe the account you seek is another anonymous group and not their group but they do support it and they wish them the best of luck. So I thought it was it was very interesting. Musk came back um, and said, you know, don't kill what you hate, save what you love. And he also said it was one of the worst um, fake uh, uh, anonymous videos because in the video they have like a, it's quite funny, they have a screen in the background of all these different changing lights and stuff but it's projecting onto the back of him. So it's actually projecting onto his face. Oof. He said they can't even afford a proper backdrop. And there was a whole bunch of <laughs> drama between them. And when I read it, I was like, oh, that changes my perspective a little bit. But I, that's also the point. If if you were sitting as Elon Musk and you go to your, your advisory team and you say, guys, we got this video out there. It's not looking good for us. What do we do? Well, the minute you can make a consensus that this video can't be taken seriously or the video is a fake, you create this doubt, suddenly the severity of it is is massively decreased. So I don't know if he's genuinely like, this is the worst video I've ever seen, or it's an attempt to create doubt, but there is some black magic stuff going on with Elon Musk. You know, he's got his Lithuanian mines and it's very hard manual labor there and it's down in Africa and no one sees it. And you got a question, you know, where is it coming from? What's happening? Anonymous also recently um, had another spat with crypto exchanges. There's this new malware going around that's specifically targeted at crypto exchanges, and it's and there was this another there was a crypto exchange by the name of Whitebit that was hmm. caught unquote unquote by anonymous for washing money, basically hmm. money laundering and offering that service to people you know behind the books, and they went and exposed them, and so there is it's not like anonymous is out to cause you know the most drama and chaos around but it doesn't also mean that someone else won't use the name of anonymous to create chaos and drama all around so you, you know to each his own you know eyes and the 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 perspective is in the eyes of the beholder to understand what might be going on but that is not only the the biggest thing going on for elon musk at the moment he's just bo- developed some tunnels um, that will link other cities and solve potential transport issues. Oh my! Yeah. Um, so you're gonna travel underground? Yeah, basically. So the the argument is the reason they want to build a tunnel is because their tunnels they can build a lot cheaper than a traditional tunnel, and the tunnel will take you. It will take you through the tunnel in a Tesla, four people in each Tesla, and you can go through the tunnel. <laughs> it is massively cheaper. 
but a train carries hundreds of people yeah you know so this is an arguable differentiation there apparently his first attempt when they opened um it was a while ago in the 2.7 kilometers of tunnel um there, there was a creation of delayed trips because cars were getting backed up behind each other imagine you've spent millions and who knows how much else and planning and gone to meetings and now your thing is inefficient yeah. It's like slower. No. Like you didn't crack the code there. That's a knack. At all. And it's, it's, it's interesting because the tunnel can get you from A to B quicker, but if the entrance into the main road to actually connect with one of the main roads or whatever, if that's congested, it's there's still a congestion. So I don't know how it's going to happen, but he has many projects for these. Musk's tunnels use Teslas to transport four people in each car. The Boring Co. website said their tunnels could um, cut building costs and ease traffic, as well as being constructed faster than conventional tunnels. According to the website, it can cost as, million, as much as $1 billion for every mile a conventional tunnel. However, uh, more costly conventional tunnels can carry hundreds of passengers. A professor of civil engineering and a tunnel boring expert at the Monash University in Melbourne, Australia, told the outlet that he didn't see how Musk's company would be able to do things as they promised. I don't see any new technology being mentioned. That's what he said. So his argument is, you know, he knows tunnels. He's dealt with it a long time, but he doesn't see any new technology present to, you know, make a massive, massive difference. Mm. Interesting, Kane. Wow, that guy really is from the future, eh? I think he just travelled back in time to us here in 2021. It's probably in 2060 or something already, but anyway. Bit of a Rick and Morty character. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you know, uh, I see this week uh, Donald Trump was uh, officially banned from uh, Facebook for another two years, so he can only come back on in 2023. And uh, the reason, uh, according to Mark Zuckerberg and his team, is he's a risk to public safety. Uh, Trump uh, fired off a statement. Now, I don't know how, how he fired off the statement because he doesn't have any social media left. Because they, a string. There's a string. String to every house. <laughs> they suspended him off almost every... Maybe he's got a blog or something that he popped up, a WordPress or, or, or a blogger or something. Wix. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he popped up with the weeks or something overnight. But anyway, he said, next time I'm in the White House, there will be no more dinners at his request with Mark Zuckerberg and his wife. It will be all business. So he's not friends with him anymore. No. He's that's, angry at that's everyone over. that's banning him, but he really yeah. created a profit. He made people run into the White House and He just sometimes makes me think of a toddler. This orange toddler, you know, and he just squeezed the tantrums all Throws the time. Throws the toys out the cart at any yeah. times. Listen, can you believe that the CEO of Zoom, Eric Juan, he actually said that he himself, being the CEO of Zoom, he is experiencing Zoom fatigue. <laughs> Imagine working with it 24-7 and then, then when you get home, you still have to Zoom with your family as well. Oh, God, thanks, it's too much. Um, he said uh, that he's got, uh, he had, well, yo, I can understand it. He said he's got like uh, 19 Zoom meetings in a row. How long are these meetings? That's my question. Here's an interesting problem that I've faced. Um, you know, you, you, you have a day planned out. And you want to be productive and objective in your day. You want to get things done. You want to curate results. But now you have to have Zoom meetings. So you have, what, 10, 
five, 10, 15 calls. Let's mm-hmm. say each calls between half an hour and an hour. You're dealing with anywhere between seven and a half and 15 hours of your day just calling. There's no objective. You know, you're not creating results. It's all pre-planning phases, preparation, it's strategy. It's just communications and negotiations. You're moving, but it's difficult. It's difficult. It's difficult mm-hmm. to feel like you've been productive in your day. I can understand yeah. why he might feel a little bit run down because you yeah, get to the sure. end of the day, you say, wow, I've done a lot. But, you know, have I moved anywhere? Have I taken these steps forward? Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he copes with something like that. Yeah, That's an interesting problem. Mr. Juan also said, like many companies, Zoom is planning to actually return to its offices uh, eventually and not work wirelessly like so many uh, companies are doing at the moment zoom the the remote conferencing (laughs) app has decided they're going to make an office the one thing they're replacing is where they're gonna set up shop (laughs) isn't it ironic that's ironic wow no that's just too ironic man it doesn't sound right (laughs) next thing you're gonna have you're gonna have flipping uh yahoo's moving into (laughs) google or something (laughs) (laughs) take a lot no longer has offices <laughs> no warehouses nothing <laughs> i can see it happening yo 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 so the next thing here that i have for us is is, is a bit of a sad story but it, it goes to show that you know everyone says all oh, the little guys really knocked out by covid but there's there's real there's real loss happening at the moment for for someone like the Foschini group mm-hmm. um who reported on thursday a loss of 720 million rand for the year ended March 2021. 700, yeah, it's a lot of money. This was down from an operating profit of 4.7 billion in the previous year. Billion. Meaning they've gone from 4.7 billion in profit the previous year to down 720 million. That's going to be a shock to them. Sure. That means you've operated the whole year at a loss. You can understand it. I mean, the biggest businesses, if they're trying to stay afloat during COVID, when you don't have employee, when you don't have employees on site, and you still have to pay them, you still have your retirement and ingenuities that you're paying out. You still have your your you are you are strapped into debt. Sure. You know, and 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 having to liquidate every month, even if you're mm. not earning a profit. Group revenue declined seven point five percent to thirty five point six billion, with group retail turnover down 6.7% to 33 billion. Foschini is very big, obviously. There, there, There's a TFG Africa, TFG Australia. Interestingly enough, we know Australia didn't get hit too hard by COVID. Mm. It got hit, but not too hard. 132% yeah. profits. Very nice. And the rest of Africa, 58.1% profit. However, in the UK, online performance continues to negatively impact by weaker department store online channels. They entered the UK in 2015 um, with uh, Whistles, Hobbs, Studio 8 and Damsel in address uh, to, to its portfolio. And it's, it's not doing well in the UK, but very well in Australia. Not very well in South Africa. I wonder if we'll see if we'll see any, you know, Foschini partners disappearing. Yeah. Oi mate. Um <laughs> Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is off to space. Did you see next month he's gonna go on the first human flight launched by his Blue Origin rocket firm. He's going in his own rocket. Yeah. So now he's also going up in space. Uh, hopefully he's going to fly into his moor. <laughs> <laughs> he said, ever since I was five years old, I've dreamed of traveling to space. And on the 20th of July, I will take the journey with my brother. 
Whoa. Wow, it seems like a, a kind of like just a fun thing. It doesn't seem so, like he's trying to achieve anything. So he's going, his brother's going, and the company's now auctioning off the third spot. So you're going to sit there somewhere in between these guys, maybe outside on the wing or something. Uh, how, many, uh, how much of my five cents savings could I put into that to go with? <laughs> that bidding is already at $2.8 million with nearly 6,000 participants from 143 countries. The trip will last a total of 10 minutes. <laughs> Why? Why just 10 minutes? Unless he gets left behind and he stays there forever. <laughs> you know, Jeff Bezos actually looks like he could be from space. I've really? Seen him. Yeah. You just look at him. Yeah. Just look at him. He could, maybe he's an alien. Seems a bit like an ageless face. Eh? Yeah, there's Very something about shade. him. Yeah. Very strange. There's something about him. Maybe Very hairless. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he is an alien. <laughs> Maybe he is an alien. But anyway, uh, and then uh, Facebook is also hiring in South Africa. They've got four positions available in their Joburg office. Wow. Um, they, of course, have a, an office here in South Africa. I didn't even realize it. What positions are those? Um, and that's obviously open. Um, I'll, get, I'll tell you now. Uh, that's obviously their uh, African headquarters that they started here in Joburg in 2015. Um, but um, the positions they've got open, it's a partner manager for network investments, okay. a program manager, a regional program manager, and a client solutions manager. There's a table on my broadband that you can see. You can go and view and see what is the first all the qualifications. One? The first one, a partner manager for network investments. So admin, admin, programmer, senior programmer. You want to apply? No. <laughs> I don't want to be in no senior programmer <laughs> position at Facebook. That sounds like a heart attack. So. Yeah, yeah, shit, eh? Maybe you got to work with everyone else's code. So you have like a hundred different people writing in all these different languages. Everyone has to conform to some <laughs> sort of standard. It sounds like a, a manic show. It is. Yeah, it's going to be too stressful. Did you, you know about um, the big internet outage this week that I sent you as well? That massive internet oh, outage. Oh, yeah. Sites going so, down. Big sites. Yeah, it's, uh, it was all because of Fastly. Uh, Fastly is, is just one of the uh, links in the chain, but so many sites were offline, eh? Uh, we're talking Reddit, Twitch, Amazon, Stack Overflow, PayPal. <laughs> PayPal, ouch. Ouchie. Oof. Vimeo, Vimeo, uh, Vimeo, uh, Spotify, <laughs> uh, AWS, eBay, and Shopify. They were all down. All these sites were down because of this missing link in the chain. Um, so yeah, that was quite interesting. They say it's not due to a malicious cyber attack. Something just went wrong. Apparently, um, so I lost my place there now. But something happened. Something happened there that shouldn't have happened. Some technical, di- <laughs> technical difficulty. Yeah, somebody pulled a plug that they, maybe it was load shedding. Uh, no, <laughs> but that's safety's work. <laughs> Um, yes, but anyway, so yeah, can you imagine big news websites went down because of this problem? Um, CNN, New York Times, Bloomberg, these are massive sites. They're going to be worried because they've exposed a massive vulnerability. I mean, yeah, pull one you're right. like domino effect. You're right, you're right. It is a vulnerability. I actually explain it in full on on my broadband and, and how this actually is a, a hidden weak spot in the net which I didn't even know about wow but that's that's dangerous we should plug that up because plug it up man <laughs> fix that problem yeah that's, <laughs> there's a lot of people with some really bad intentions out there they don't want to waste time eh? you get an opportunity like this they're already thinking anonymous is foaming at the mouth I was going to say now it's probably anonymous <laughs> anonymous is ready to to, to pounce speaking of ready to pounce here we have some new scientific 
um, advancements, quantum microscopes created that can see the impossible. This is one of the most interesting things ever. I think we've spoken about quantum. We've spoken about um, quantum entanglement one or twice, once or twice even. So in a major scientific leap, the University of Queensland researchers have created a quantum microscope that can reveal biological structures that would otherwise be impossible to see. This paves the way for applications in biotechnology that could extend far beyond this into areas ranging from navigation to medicinal in Imaging. The microscope is powerful um, by the science of quantum, uh, powered by the science of quantum entanglement, and affect Einstein described as spooky interactions at a distance. This is so interesting because traditionally we've used light microscopes a lot. It's been our like even in traditional telescopes, it's a form of light manipulation, and now we're we're bridging beyond that. And the biggest difference that sets it aside from everything is that you can actually see past uh, an object which they refer to as a hard barrier Um, the quantum microscope was its ability to catapult over a hard barrier in traditional light based microscopy so what that means is when you're looking at a biological structure you can get a sense of what is behind those biological Mm. structures which light would traditionally maybe not be able to pass through break the biological structure by actually being pushed through it so it's very difficult to see lower down biological structures or biological structures that are obscured by a hard barrier and the best light microscopes use bright lasers that are billions of times brighter than that of the sun that's why small biological structures can only be observed for a small amount of time a human cell is very fragile and putting it under that much light intensity Mm. destroys the work while you're observing it it's counterproductive Mm. can you cannot observe long-term things. You cannot observe how the cell reacts and, and, and sustains itself. You can only take small snippets and look at it. It's like trying to get a sense of a room, but you turn the light on for half a second every minute, you mm. know, and trying to understand what's happening in the room. Yeah, that's a, a good analogy. Yeah. It's a bit difficult. So mm. the quantum entanglement in their microscope provides 35% improved clarity without destroying the cell, allowing us to see minute biological structures that would be invisible. I mean, that's super cool. MRIs. Yes. You know, brain scans. Oh, yeah. You, you're looking at your cardiovascular system. Mm-hmm. Lungs. These are all very hard to observe objects that if we were able to extend the science further, you would maybe be able to create an x-ray imagery without having to use x-rays mm. or be able to observe using a single tool a biological structure like muscles and nerves and intestines or a hard biological structure like bone or skull any skeletal mass Mm. with the same object i mean that's a massive leap you know normally you would need different tools for different you know observations so i think it's a it's a massive advancement but uh, these things do take time you probably see it in like 10 years and does it need electricity to work (laughs) yeah Okay, well, then, probably, then, then you can just just scrap it for South Africa then, okay? <laughs> Listen, this, this next story is just unbelievable. I mean, uh, it's even more unbelievable than the story this week uh, about the lady in Gauteng giving birth to 10 children, 10, 10 babies, 10 babies. And now they're saying, no, it's not true. But anyway, um, MultiChoice uh, is saying that they coined it during the COVID time and uh, they saw an ongoing surge in their mass market DSTV subscriber growth over the past year, uh, year, 
a year with uh, 7% year-on-year growth to 20.9 million active subscribers. So they've grown, but the um, the DSTV Premium subscribers uh, numbers actually plunged. Really? As these top-end customers are switching away to online video streaming. But it looks like the other packages went up. So, th- so they still made a profit. I think you can you can attach a behavioral you know category to that. You have you you know you have these the people that have had premium for a long time. They've watched almost everything there is to watch <laughs> on DSTV. They know what's there. They're not going to see value in paying a thousand five hundred rand a month when their goal is to consume as much content as possible of a high value standard. And DSTV can have a little bit of good stuff here and there, but if the, every single thing was absolutely the best, it would be out this world expensive. So for premium subscribers, it makes sense that they say, okay, look, we're gonna opt in for something more affordable that gives us more. But when you're um, potentially living in a less urbanized area, maybe in one of the location areas in South Africa, mm. you're going to have trouble finding a secure internet connection. You're going to be paying mobile data fees probably in order to watch Netflix and things like that. And you're all, and every day you're sitting at home, you're doing nothing to get a dish installed and have access yes. to some sort of bouquet is probably the best bet for them. You know, you're looking at like what? What's the cheapest DSTV package? Like 415 rand. Yeah, that is a 99 rand one. 99 rand. Yes, but then you get the SABC kind of stuff. <laughs> but I mean, 99 <laughs> rand. Let's let's look at the price of internet to get an uncapped ADSL line. It's probably mm-hmm. like 500 rand, 400 rand. Mm. You're re- you're 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 undercutting that cost. It's clear where their market objective is. They want to capture yeah. more of those people, more of them than premium subscribers. And premium subscribers have the the you know the the privilege and the the um, know-how in order to be able to find things like Spotify, I mean uh, Amazon Prime, HBO, Netflix. They're you know they they're looking for these kind of solutions. And whereas people who are maybe watching just want something on the TV all the time that they can tune into and that's affordable for them. Mm, mm. Well, it is kind of nice to just sit down and switch the TV on and then there's something to watch, you know. But, I mean, Netflix already taking care of it now with the Play, play Something. something. <laughs> have you got Play Something now? Finally. Have you got it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Have you used it? Yes. And what did it give you? Was it a, it a was good recommend? Was it a good recommendation? Something you haven't seen before? Yes, it actually was. It was a good recommendation, see, but they only gave look- me one se- season of uh, recommendations. So okay, it but it's really just good. looking at what you like. It yes. can see because you rate stuff. The more you rate, the more I accurate never, it I is. Ne- I never like anything. I rate Netflix. the stuff. Do you like and it, it? It really helps, eh? Really, eh? It, it actually says there, please rate so uh, we can show you more and more accurate related content. I think I've only liked it definitely three works. things. It definitely works, eh? I'll actually give that a go. I'm still allowed to use my WhatsApp. Absolutely yep. no Is your WhatsApp... Okay, let's just uh, tell everybody um, your WhatsApp. You refuse to um, accept the uh, new privacy policy for WhatsApp. So, Kane did not click accept, like so many others were forced to do. And then WhatsApp said, we'll eventually s- stop the app just break it down into pieces and some stuff will stop working. But now Kane's saying, what's it, two, three weeks yeah, after it? Yeah, it's been and, a good and amount of time. you have no problems. Nothing. 
Nothing yet. Actually, that being said, I've had a lot of trouble on my WhatsApp calls, specifically WhatsApp calls. Okay, well, that we know. Last week, last week we experienced when we, we connected with you in in a remote location. But um, yeah, but I mean, apart from your profile picture being upside down, I don't see any. <laughs> <laughs> apart from your status just being question marks, <laughs> and and always showing online. I mean, that's <laughs> always online. You know, everything blue ticks. <laughs> if you read it or not, doesn't matter. God is trouble. <laughs> apart from all that, I mean, it's it's actually look not not bad. It's still functioning. Functional. Completely. Absolutely, yeah. Cool. Well, well done. Yeah, sometimes the status chooses itself, though. I get weird status. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, you got me, you got me. Next, do you want to hear something crazy? Bitcoin uh, officially announces a legal tender in El Salvador, meaning it's... Yeah. They say that traditionally El Salvador had uh, USD, but uh, dollar, as its uh, traditional currency. Now they say they're going to keep the dollar... But it will only be used as a reference for accounting. So they're really going all in um, to Bitcoin. And uh, what they say is they passed a resolution to make Bitcoin a legal currency, which makes it the first country to do so. According to the law, citizens will be able to use Bitcoin to do everything from paying taxes, paying off debts, to buying goods and services. The move was changed. Uh, championed by President Nayib Bukela, who says it's a way to help those who don't have access to banks and those who want to spend money or send money back to the country from abroad. abroad. But critics worry that it'll be uh, more show than a substance of change. Mm. And look, there's going to be speculation, but you can't you you can't replace having the ability to provide anyone with a bank account. And it's not like, oh, you go to the bank, you enter in some details, you get a, uh, an account, you get a card, and there you go, you have a bank account. It's There's a lot more benefit there. You know, if you're traditionally, if you're at a bank, every time you're receiving international money, the bank has to call you and find out where's the money coming from, why is it coming to you, what has it been done for. In their right, you know, in their, in their right to make sure that there's no money laundering or suspicious money, mm. monetary activity, for sure. But it's a schlep. And it's confusing for people that uh, have never worked with a bank who keep money under their table. Yeah. And it's the transition into digital currency whereby a person can have a, a credited amount, an amount of money accessible on their phone that they can use to spend anywhere around the world that accept it. It's not just a MasterCard is great because it's there's 301 million merchants that you can spend from. Mm. And Visa is great because they have maybe 325 million merchants that you can spend from. But... Bitcoin's also great. There's an untapped amount of merchants that can become available. And to become a merchant, meaning anyone who can facilitate a payment with a MasterCard, traditionally you would have to sign up with a bank. But anybody in the world can become a merchant, can accept money for their enterprise. China used to be exceptionally poor, like way back mm. when. You know, I'm not a historical expert, but they didn't have it well. And yeah. the country, the government figured out a way to provide the, the, the lower incomes with a way to generate income and a way to make money. And it was through the markets that you see. You know, the, the, mm. the, the Wuhan market was a big oh, shamble, yeah. but markets being able to, you know, they gamified and, uh, and, and uh, promoted the use of, of game and other types of animals for traditional and medicinal and 
herbal kind of benefits which created an economy for people who were able to rear these animals and actually sell them and it generated an economy within china giving someone the ability to become a bank to become a merchant to accept money is a powerful thing Mm. especially when your whole country can do it it's difficult to motivate everyone in their country to have a bank account if someone in the country has a good business idea they have no way to receive money from outside the country. Yeah. Now you have a way to receive money. Mm. If someone from El Salvador comes to South Africa, works really, really hard, makes a lot of money, wants to send his money back, if he goes to Makulu or any of the traditional cross-border money transfer places, 10% on either side. 10% to send, 10% to receive. Comes out the other side, 80% of what it originally was. Yeah. Now you have the ability to receive payments from an international source without any massive fees other than the transportation fees of the funds. It's it's a it's a game changer for a country which is not economically, you know, adapt or yeah. you know not fully established as a first world country. Mm. Very interesting to see what will happen there. Yes, no, thanks Kane. That's very very interesting. Um I think uh, in wrapping up just quickly Uh, Looking at uh, a few stories, let's call them little uh, shorts. Uh, Apple has announced uh, the next major update for its operating system for iPhones. That's the iOS 15. Uh, The updates include additional functionality across the FaceTime, messages, photos, Apple Maps and Apple Wallet apps, as well as changes to notifications. A new uh, operating system will only launch in the public or to the public in spring here in South Africa. I see uh, fiber contractors are also under fire in uh, towns at the moment for poor planning, digging up. Digging trenches and damaging electrical uh, cables. So I mean, if we're not dealing with enough power interruptions, <laughs> be you can be assured that the fiber guys will take your electricity out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you say that, and, and just yesterday, or it's like three or four days ago, I saw, I saw people digging a, a, a tunnel for uh, fiber along the side of the road. Was yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was looking at it and I said, you know, it, it doesn't really make sense because they've they've put the cabling on the side of the road with no houses. Yes, I saw that. So now they have to I was dig wondering. across the road to reach <laughs> the places that need the connection. All could have been solved by first starting on the other side of the road. And you know what you're also seeing is, I saw that and I was wondering about it. I'm glad you actually bring it up. Um, I actually also, uh, everybody's telling me, uh, in, in most towns, these fiber guys go, they dig their trenches and everything, put their fiber in and then close it. And then the other, the next fiber company comes, they dig exactly the same thing and put their thing in. Just can't you communicate and just say, okay, we'll come tomorrow, we'll close it, you know. Use the same infrastructure For goodness at least. sake. It's a lot of digging. Yeah. Some poor guy's going to be digging in whole new property. He's going to see like a hundred. <laughs> entries into his house to supply until <laughs> he's not going to know what was cutting yes but also I mean yeah these guys are under fire at the moment they also uh, usually when they break uh, they don't only uh, break the ele- electrical cables but also uh, the water pipes and uh, they don't notify the municipality so they they will uh Make a hole in the pipe, the water will squirt out and they will just drive away. You see this guy? <laughs> you got just, your internet by. <laughs> just digging into like a hundred flipping meter per second water pipe. Just, <laughs> just trying to keep going with his job. <laughs> yes, can you imagine, eh? 
But yeah, even here in in Neisner, we've seen it. Uh, they actually they dig these trenches and actually they accidentally hit a power line you go for a shower you realize you have internet but no shower (laughs) (laughs) yes Kane it looks like we're uh, running out of time is there anything else you would like to add before I switch your microphone off yeah (laughs) before it's got switches off I have to accept a privacy policy (laughs) 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 no (laughs) no that's it for me I'd like to so much for having me I mean it's always we always have the best banter I think with this tech show yeah we do but it's so short today man I know we need to have like a long one maybe one where we can bring some people on from whatsapp have a yeah like a a few questions around the world a tech Thursday marathon yeah exactly (laughs) something something to spice it up yeah Yes, I think we Suggestions should Suggestions are welcome. Absolutely. You know how to get in touch on the WhatsApp line. Kane, thank you so much. Uh, I'll switch you off before Eskom switches you off. Is that okay? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, Thursday at 3 o'clock. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Jan. Bye-bye.